Behind the scenes, Democrats are mulling the best uh, leader for the party who could win against former President Donald Trump in 2024. Amongst the names of possible contenders, former late, uh, First Lady Michelle Obama, who's, at fi- who's 59 years old, and with her it factor could emerge as a top candidate. However, she has repeatedly denied any interest in seeking office. Some high-level Democrats are rallying to uh, President Biden's re-election, not because they think it's the best interest of the country to have an 82-year-old start a second term, but because they fear the potential alternative the nor- uh, nomination of Kamala Harris and election of Donald Trump. Other possible candidates include those who previously won the Democratic presidential nomination, such as Hillary Clinton, John Kerry, Al Gore, but they failed to address the concerns of some voters who want a younger president as Clinton, 75, Kerry, 79, Gore, 74. She's 59? She's a very, very formidable candidate. 100%. Huge, huge formidable. Huge. She's huge. No, I don't. Is there any indication? Any. What? That she's even interested in running. It doesn't matter. I don't, I'm I don't, not. I'm, I don't think it's. I don't good. think there's anything that's, I, that, I, that she's given no indication that she's going to be running. I don't think she's running. I think it's, I think. There's some hope for her to run. I think if you're looking, if you're a Democrat and you're looking at Biden, you're like, all right, buddy, God, keep it moving, Sleepy Joe. You might, this is sort of wishful thinking, sort of reemergence or renaissance of Obama and her, her husband will be in the White House. I don't see it. I've seen nothing of it. I, she keeps putting, getting pulled in, in in the polls for the top five. Top, I just, there's nothing. If she, if, she, if she announced Adam and she was up running against, would you vote for her? I'm Until I see a candidate that I think is a better candidate than Ron DeSantis, I'm in the DeSantis I, And I respect you for that. We yeah. talked about that earlier. Even over Michelle Obama. Bro, like but, but, but here's my question, Adam. The, 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 I, I think there could be a moment, because, bro, think about it. We're not, we're the audience, Pat, you, you, everybody in here. We're not stupid. Joe Biden is not in charge of anything. The real people, the real Democrats that are part of the Democratic Party, Obama's in there with Hillary and them. I'm telling you right now, if they get scared to a point where they're like, hey, guys, this cat's not going to win. Maybe um, Newsom's not really the guy. We're going to have to pull the trigger and say, listen, Michelle, I, we love you. We know you don't want to do it because you're selling out arenas just talking about God knows what. We need you to run. Why would she say no? They need her. If your husband's like, yo, the party needs you. Well, we can make our change. We can make our policies, make our things. I think she'd say yes, 100%. Okay. But by the way, first, first, let's ask this question. The first question is, would you put her at the top of the list on the left? That's the most formidable. If she, if she ran, hundred percent. Yeah. Is she above Newsom? Think like a Democrat, not that I'm you like, like or Democrat, don't like. One hundred percent, Pat. Likeability, yeah. her last name. You agree? Her, yeah. I think I think at the top you have Michelle and Newsom, and if you have you want me to handicap between the two, I think it's sixty forty, and she's sixty and okay. he's forty on the top two. Perfect. And I don't care about anybody else. And stop talking about Kamala Harris. The big money and the DNC want her to go away yesterday. Perfect. Kamala. So, so yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so so every time he stumbles, did walking you see the story she told about conservatives? Conservative. <laughs> yeah, she's so oh, bad. when she does that, I have a diarrhea. Like, I have to go to the restroom. <laughs> But but let me I love go. hearing you talk about space yeah. because oh, space you know space she, space is so vast that's why they call it space. Here, here's a question. Yeah. Here's a question. If Michelle Obama, did you agree that she is the most formidable on the left? I don't. Who do you no. think is? Uh, formidable. Yeah. I think formidable. Yes. You still have to put Biden on the list because he's the incumbent president. Do I think he's a Formidable in general? No. But but currently fine. But then I would put Gavin Newsom up oh, there. Ahead of Michelle. Uh yes. I, Michelle's not anywhere even on my top ten list. Me, personally. 
Really? You might be like, I'm crazy. That's nuts. And and I've, she's given no indication. Why though? She's no, done nothing about, in no, leadership. Not no, hear me out. Yeah. Not a, this is not an indication yeah. question. This is a question of, she's African American. She's the wife of Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. She's not really a first lady. She was seen as a partner yes. of Barack Obama. She is strong on the left. They love her. Oprah, Hollywood, music, Beyonce. There's a lot of Dancing. different things there, right? She's a dancer. Okay, so so you're not saying whether she's formidable, Mark. You just don't think she's going to run. I'm just, you know, there's nothing that's basically motivating me to give two shits about Michelle Obama right now. Yeah, but that's not the question. No, I get yeah, it. No one's I wouldn't go to a Michelle Obama up. rally. I don't know what she stands for. She's never led you're, anything. You're gonna, you're gonna She's go the wife of a president, do, in my do, eyes. That's it. Do you realize, like, even the AV people didn't go to Biden's rally. They left. The yeah. audiovisual people that were working <laughs> the mic, they just <laughs> left because they said they no go, one's going to be here. Yeah. Okay, let's <laughs> play this game with Michelle Obama. Okay. Why would Michelle Obama, if you're sitting there with her, you're at her house, she trusts you, you're somebody with her and uh, uh, Barack, you're having dinner, you and four other people that she trusts, and you say, Michelle, why do you not want to run? She's going to say what? I, j I just want to be a mother. I enjoy being a wife. I enjoy our life. My I enjoy our good. special. Money's good. Our life is good. Money's good. Mm -hmm. We are living low key. We get to do whatever we want to do. I'm enjoying my years with my husband. We got plenty of you know, years left in us yeah. on what we want to do. I just don't want to do it, okay? So then you have to go through the concerns. My schedule, da 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 So now the other person's got to sell it and say, what if we could put a team together around you where you can still do a lot of things you want to do, but we go out there and do this and we do a one-term thing right now because the only reason we do a one-term is because Trump's probably not going to run four years from now. Do one term. Let's pick a VP. Let's give the VP to whoever else. Anyways, the conversation about how to sell her to run where she doesn't have to give up the life. Do you sell the supporting cast, or do you sell the history, or do you sell America, Democrats need you? What do you sell? What do you sell to Michelle for her to run? I don't think you ever go up to somebody like that and say, America needs you, do us a favor. I think you sell her on cause, president, and legacy. You'll be the first female president. You will be you will be able to set a chart for a lot of the things that you believed in and you were working on. Do you remember when you cried the afternoon of the inauguration because you, you said you felt like you were giving up your the, the momentum that you had on the causes? Michelle, you can put all the back on the front burner. You're only 59 years old. And, by the way, America needs you to lead this cause. I sell her on cause and legacy. I, I think there's going to be one problem, Pat. It's, it's, you know, the only thing, they're gonna they're not going to find one picture of her on the internet where she's pregnant. Here we go. And that's going to be one of the problems. I'll put that, that's the challenge for anybody that's watching. You cannot find one photo of Michelle Obama pregnant online. And I'm telling you right now, that's going to be a problem where they're going to go, wait a minute. Where are you pregnant? That's anybody, where you're going to go with this. I was I'm just going to say, gonna, people are going to be like, dude, yeah. show me one. Danny, I know you love these types of stories. I'm just saying. Um, I will I, put I'm the gonna, gauntlet out there. I'm going to address the question okay. God, if Danny, I may. Even if, even if there's there's no pictures, here's a question for you. Yeah. Objectively. We're playing fantasy football. Elect the president. You have to be the Democrat captain. Sell me on selling her to do it. Um, I'm taking you as my quarterback. Selling me, selling me to, to have uh, Michelle do it. You're talking I, to Michelle. You're selling Michelle on doing it. Okay. Run, Michelle. I would say, let's, listen. Uh, first of all, the way that it's looking, the guy that's in charge right now, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose everything with this guy. You're gonna be the savior 
of the party. Look what your husband did. Look at the look at your legacy. Look at your family. We need you because the way that it's looking, guess who's coming back? Trump. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And if you don't like Trump, Trump light is going to be the Santis. We need you. Your husband needs you. Like I think you guys got it all wrong. I don't think so. And I'll tell you why. There's nothing to sell her on. Either she wants to do it or she doesn't. That's my opinion. You don't think her husband has any? Hear me think, out. You don't think Barack Obama? It's going to be a conversation no, no, he between her and Obama. And you know, hey, you're six ten. You're a big guy. You should be an NBA power forward. You should work. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play basketball. You're not going to sell somebody to want to do something. How many sales guys do we have upstairs that work at Value Timber? Shout out to them. Yeah. Hey, if you do this, you can make this amount of money. I promise it's the life of your dreams. Yeah, I don't really want to make cold calls. There's nothing that shows me that she has the heart and the fierceness to want to do this. There's, there's, no one has to sell her on this. If she, she needs to sell herself or needs, she needs to look in the mirror or have a conversation with her husband who was the two-term president, and there's nothing that I'm seeing that she wants this. Trump... He fucking wants this. <laughs> like him or not, he wants this. Mm-hmm. DeSantis is heading that direction where you know behind closed doors he's like, I can do this. Okay? Even Biden had to kind of get pushed into it. He didn't want to run against Hillary. 2016. Now he's, There was nothing to sell. This time around, he kind of got sold this time. There's nothing to sell Michelle Obama. She either wants it or she doesn't. And in my mind, she does not want this job. Okay, She don't want this smoke. She doesn't want it, Adam, but the reason she is who she is is because the Democratic Party's the husband has made her. You would never have known who she was. This is going to be, okay. You don't think he has no say in this? Like, hey, we need we need your This is going to be very controversial, power. and I hate to do this on International oh, Women's Day. What? Okay? Obama's the man. He's the husband. He's the president. Okay. She's a first lady. That's it. Melania, hottest first lady ever. I don't need her fucking running the country. Okay? That's it. That's the extent of what I think of Michelle do Obama. Think, do you think she's I more she's qualified? With that. She, I, I disagree with that. And I challenge you to go back and look at the origins of Melania and look at the origins of Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama was not some model you know, hottie from- communications major at college. She's a lawyer. She was formidable. They were working together in Chicago One thing. She's got cause in her heart. And that's why I oh, no. say cause, president, legacy. That's how I sell it. You're absolutely right that she's not just some Slovenian model that showed up for to be a third wife. Very I got hot, that part. Very hot. Okay, <laughs> I use, got that. To use a hypothetical example. Very I know, hot. exactly. I, I got that part. No doubt. She. They met in law school. I get it. You either want this fight or you don't want this fight. There's nothing that I see about Michelle Ivana that she wants this at all. Listen, I would uh, bring Ryan Gosling and I would have him stand in front of her and say, what do you, do you want? want? What do you want? Yeah. And then we would watch the notebook and we would say, let's go build that White House for you, Michelle. Pat, you're a percentage guy and I value exactly because you're not, you don't go down Vinny conspiracy yeah. lane. That's not a conspiracy. No, find, I'll find the photo of her pregnant. There is, isn't one. It's what weird. are the chances? Ch- not, her electability is high, no doubt, that she wants to do this. Chances. Wants to? That no, it, that she would do this. Less than one like, percent. Okay, so you're at less than one. I'm less than one percent. All right, so you're in Sazik's camp. No, it's, it's that not, she it, don't it, want this. No, no, it's not. It's not. She doesn't want this. Listen, there are honestly there are certain jobs that you don't get to choose if you want to do it or not. It's it's a calling. It's a it, the conversation is like okay when you get a call, say somebody becomes a president, and they say Adam. 
your you're worth 70 million bucks. It's 20 years from now. You're 60 years old, okay? Adam, I need you to come in and be the secretary or whatever, or I need you to do this. We need your help on this part here. And it's a guy that you respect mm -hmm. a lot, and he's done a lot for you. And you're like, dude, I'm married. I got kids. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I need you. This is not a call to ask you. I'm telling you, I need you. So I'm not recruiting you. I'm telling you, you're the right guy for this job. And I know you like the country club lifestyle. I know you've been chilling. I know you like to get on that boat. I know you like doing all this stuff. Totally get it, bro. But America's bigger than you and I, and I need you right now. So when can I get you to come to D.C. for us to have this conversation together? That's the phone call you would get from me mm -hmm. if I was the guy there. So if the people she respects, the conversation is, we kind of need you right now. Here's what's going on. There's a difference when you're called versus a job to do. This is not a job. This is a calling. So I don't know. I would take a different approach with her uh, if it came down to it. But at this point of the game, uh, who knows? Maybe if we're all of a sudden somebody out of nowhere like a Mayor Lori Lightfoot could come in and say, I want to be a <laughs> who knows? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> But the, it, Lori Lightfoot's the mayor of Chicago. She's kind of busy used, with the. Oh used, wait, she, yeah, she's I'm not. Sorry. You got yeah. me. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe there's a job opening. So let's go to let's go to page number six. Tom, I'm going to give this one to you. With what's going on with India? Uh, iPhone maker plans 700 million dollar plant in India to shift away from China. This is a Bloomberg story. Apple Inc. partner Foxconn Technology Group plans to invest 700 million dollars in a new plant in India to make phones, uh, parts, and possibly assemble handsets on a 300 acre site close to. Bengaluru uh, Airport, according to anonymous sources, the investment is one of Foxconn's biggest single outlays in India to date and may be used to produce some parts for its uh, nascent uh, uh, electric vehicle business. The factory is expected to create 100,000 jobs and marks a shift of manufacturing away from China. Amid tensions between U.S. and China, India has offered financial incentives to Apple suppliers and the move away may help the country close its tech gap with China. Tom. People need to think about India this way. It's kind of the same shape. India is the Texas of foreign manufacturing. They are trying to attract a lot away from California, which is China. That's what's going on here. And Foxconn, so India's government's trying to do that. And Foxconn is hedging a bet because they see risk in China. And they also get a lot of blowback right now from the United States on Chinese manufacturing. This is a this, I believe, is one of the early shots in what's going to be an insane war over the next 10 years economically for the manufacturing center. And there's only one country on Earth that has population that starts with a B. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. That... China fears, and it is India. Yep, I've been saying that for, I agree with you, I've been saying that for a minute. I think India is a uh, the country they go to sleep fearing the most mm-hmm. because India says, we don't fear you, we don't give a shit what you think about it. Adam, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's good to see that these big manufacturers are moving away from China and everything they've done to steal our intellectual property. Uh, I think Modi's been in, in charge since, what, 20... 14, give or take. So he's doing his thing out there. And then, uh, you know, the only thing cheaper than uh, underage Chinese labor is young Indian labor. <laughs> I mean, you're being right. So, oh my God. I mean, he's so, being honest. Sounds be like honest. India is the new home of cheap child labor. I mean, he's being so honest. So these companies are not there because they give two shits. They want to make money. Yeah. So uh, it hurts, but it's the truth. <laughs> You know, it's cheaper Sorry. than Chinese labor. Yeah. And Indian way, this labor. This isn't the companies coming in running sweatshops. This is the Indian government giving financial incentives for 300 freaking acres and 100,000 jobs. That's pretty freaking meaningful. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That's great. Vinny, give us your insight from the AI standpoint. From the AI standpoint, robots are going to take over that thing in 20 years. 100%. That's all I have to say. <laughs> in India? Oh, yeah. But Pat, have, have, speaking of AI, just really fast, I know we have, we, have, we have you know January 6th and all that to talk about. Have you been seeing the fake... Uh, where they're having Biden speak and it's not Joe Biden and the it's, it's pretty scary wild. as hell. Deep fakes? And not, it's not even yeah, no, it's, not a deep, the, oh. it's on top of a deep fake. It's the voice. If you close your eyes, is so accurate. Yeah. I'm saying right now, in ten years when they perfect it, you're not gonna know who the hell called you and told you to come here or give you this or 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 you didn't say that or you said something racist. It's gonna be a fake AI saying that you said it. It's gonna be almost impossible to prove that it was you. I can't wait to meet your fake AI. Oh hey, my mm-hmm. god. I mean, that's gonna have you heard him, Pat? Look at him. Is this the, the Press regular it? one? Are you familiar with the 2011 film We Bought a Zoo? The Matt Damon picture. ScarJo is in it as well, although her performance isn't anything to shake a stick at, if I'm being honest. Like, come on. It was directed by Cameron Crowe, the fellow who made Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Anyway, so I was watching We Bought a Zoo a few like, days like, ago because it came I mean, up on my Disney Pat, Plus. If they perfect that, an episode of that, if they perfect that, how much better does that sound than I like being in a pool with kids and they rub on the leg and on my leg? Like, what the? That. Sounds presidential. Well, by the way, that could help him in 2024. 100%. So all, by the way, all he has to do is he has to like go like this. <laughs> he has to go like, <laughs> like, can you see my mouth, what I'm saying? As long as they can't see my mouth, you just be like, yeah, just, just yeah. go like yeah. Put on the mask. The yeah. microphone <laughs> has a giant Another, another pandemic comes. Put on the mask. By the way, did you see what the mayor of uh, uh, New York said, Adams? 
No. With all the camera when they're catching Eric all Adams. these guys that are going in with uh, Eric Adams, that they're going in with uh, with masks on. What? He says, moving forward, we have to remove masks in New York because we can't catch criminal oh, anymore. Are you kidding me? How funny? Exactly. How funny is that? How freaking <laughs> funny is that? These are talking Mayor about. Adams, Robbers have been wearing masks yeah. for years. Mayor Adams to New York City shoppers, drop that mask to prevent that robberies. So Mayor Eric Adams telling shopkeepers, good. <laughs> bar customers, I mean, brilliant, to, who refuse to lower their masks. You would the, think this is a Babylon B story, yeah. but it's not. Who is this, by the way? New York Times. Oh my! Can you zoom God. in so we can see the logo at the top? It's a freaking New York Times yeah. story. Oh my! Like what a flip. <laughs> and Pat, think about it. You know, you know what COVID made me realize, especially. California. The old gray lady. <laughs> Yo, you know what COVID made me realize with masks in California? Hmm. It was never really that serious wearing a mask inside of a bank. I would wear the whole cover and I'll like nobody security's like, yeah, come in. Nobody, nobody cared. And then COVID hit people like that. Nah, put on your cover your face, come into the bank. So it's not even a big freaking deal. Mm -hmm. Make a big deal out did, of it. Did you see, you know how rare it is for Walmart to close stores? You know how rare it is for Walmart to close a store, okay? Walmart, in one of their blue cities that they're in, okay, Okay, here we go. On Thursday, company spokesperson come from two locations in Portland, Oregon. I wonder why. What? They're going in there taking products, leaving. You can't do shit about it. Yeah. Portland Walmart closures attract national attention. Wheeler, Texas Governor Abbott spars with. Uh, and, and the way they put it, it's like, well, you know, they're having a hard time. But look at this story. Walmart last month announced it's closing two of its Portland stores, but it's drawn a fresh round of attention this week as politicians sparred uh, online over the cause. The detailed giant will lay off 580 employees when the stores close March 24th, according to a regulatory disclosure. Here are five things to know about the closures. Whose article is this, by the way? There's no single OregonLive.com. OregonLive.com. So why is Walmart closing? Some are saying it's because Walmart's uh, not having a lot of business. Some are saying <laughs> because they're being robbed and they're like, there's no profit in it. Yeah. So why is he getting so much attention? They're going back and forth. Go a little lower to see the data on this one here. Go a little lower. So you see Texas Governor Abbott uh, who took aim at Portland over the issue saying the closure is what happens when cities refuse to enforce the rule of law. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Portland, Oregon out of all the cities. <laughs> yeah. Like It's not like it's Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Right. And Walmart rarely ever closes stores. I've never seen For one. Walmart to say we quit, that says a lot about your city. Whoever the mayor of Portland is, when you lose Walmart, that's like when you were the coach when LeBron or Michael Please. or Kobe says, I'm leaving your team. <laughs> How the hell do you lose Walmart? <laughs> How do you lose LeBron? It's like the 600 Pat, jobs for your guys Pat, in your city. That's the were they the same as uh, New York and Cali where it's like under a thousand bucks? You just they don't give a shit. They're not gonna. They're not I even think, gonna stop. I think so. California's lowering it from a thousand. I believe Portland or California's lowering it from a thousand to four fifty to Great. minimize. Perfect. But to, to Walmart, how many people leave with four fifty? Yeah, Apple. don't shit. You're yeah. taking the whole exactly. thing of TVs. Exactly. That's the what is the number? It's a. Uh, yeah, they lowered it from $1,000 to $450. I can find the article here. Yeah, Anyways, whatever. let's go into this next story here. Car debt piles up as more Americans struggle to make car payments. Okay, we talked about this last time, mm -hmm. and it created a lot of buzz. A rising number of Americans are struggling to keep up with their car payments. Hello. Indicating financial stress amid high car prices and persistent inflation, the percentage of auto borrowers who were at least 60 days behind on their bills rose 2% from December at 20.4% a year ago, while loan defaults increased 6.2% over January and were up 33.5% over a year ago. Although the high level of severe delinquencies has not led to equivalent growth and defaults, reposition rates have climbed. The number of repossessed cars 
increased 11% in 2022 compared to the previous year. The rapid increase in auto loans rates to 6.9% in January, up from 4.3% a year ago. That's a 50% increase, by the way, a little over a 50% increase. And high car prices averaging nearly $50,000 have made it harder for Americans to make car payments. With many monthly payments above, what did we talk about last time? $1,000. Rising interest rates and high car prices threaten the auto industry. Shoot uh, more consumer defaults on their loans. It's coming. It's just a matter of time. Go ahead, Tom. It's it's basically here. I mean, this is we talk about upstream problems and downstream problems. Downstream is you look about a bunch of things. Downstream, the pond is polluted, and the Democrats say, let's make a $1 billion filter and drop it into the lake. Republicans say, let's go upstream and find out what the hell's in the river that's filling up Smart. the lake. Well, this is an upstream-downstream problem. Upstream, interest rates have been going up since March of 22. That's was that's when uh, Powell first met the cheerleader, and <laughs> and so now those are up. And then we saw last week that the average car had gone from forty to fifty thousand dollars on average price on a on a basic low end, you know, good solid, good mileage, good safe basic car with nice features. And this is basically downstream. It's coming home to roost. The repossessed cars is up 11%, but the loan defaults have only come up 6%, but they're increasing. This is accelerating. And if inflation is not under control, this is going to get worse. And as inflation comes down, unfortunately, you're going to see unemployment come up. The people that are in that unemployment in a low line, it's going to come up. So basically, let me translate this for you. If you want to buy a car... You know, hang on for a few months because the price of used cars are going to come down because the supply of used cars has to go up with what's happening here. (laughs) Oh, my God. Go ahead, uh, Adam. Well, we talked a lot about how, like, college is a scam. You know, is college outdated? You know, the government got involved, student loans. I mean, we can go on for days. The alternatives rather than going to college. I would argue that the car industry and car loans and car debt is by far a greater scam than college. People are still in the 1980s mindset that you need a car. It's like there are so many alternatives these days to driving yourself into debt. I mean, look at the numbers. Two out of three Americans are paycheck to paycheck. Housing prices are skyrocketing. Foods are uh, uh, inflation. You know, you you went to buy an egg the other day. It was like uh, 12 bucks for a dozen. Done. The, the the car situation, is, I've been saying this for years. Everyone knows I haven't had a car for over a decade. What a shame. Adam. Yeah. Go have a family, bro. Yeah, hurry Adam. up. Please <laughs> hurry up and have kids. Pac, you imagine that? And then Can go to the we, mall. And then, and then you know what will happen? And, and ironically, twist of fate, by the time that happens, I'll have a lot of money in the bank, and I'll get whatever car I want. Well, can you imagine this? And it's all good. Adam, right now, with kids, like, kids, you want to go to soccer practice? Hold on. I got to get an Uber. Yeah. That's yeah. At that point, I actually, I actually uh, argued with a bunch of my buddies. It's got one of those Florida about. rainstorms that comes up in 30 seconds. But yeah. I, I, I will give you a, I'll get, I, obviously, as a single guy, Vinny is a single guy, a you have a car, it's easy to, it, when, when you don't have a family, you don't have to, to, to discuss the certain things. But for the people with families out there, I'll give a, I'll give a, a case example guy I was working with, he was like the handyman in my building where I lived in Miami. He was struggling. He didn't like where he lived. He was living out in Kendall, which is like an outside of Miami. He was handyman? driving. Handyman. What was exactly. his pronoun? No, no. He was oh, just okay. a regular okay. old man. And what he did was he said, you know what? These fucking car prices are insane. I got two cars. I got kids. I got this, I got that. I said, you're living a hot, you're 45 minutes an hour from work because you're, you're way outside of Miami. I says, where do you want to be? He's like, I'd love to live downtown. What did he do? He sold one of his cars, 
him and his uh, him and his wife and kid sold one of the cars, yep. got it out of his life, yep. moved downtown. Now he lived five minutes from work. Yeah. He would just Uber to work. Okay, his wife had the car all day. If they needed a car for the kid, they had it. But the point is, they figured it out. They weren't like, well, we're a two family, a two kid person, and now we have two cars. That's just cookie cutter. They they. They realized I, that there I was things they could that do. Part, we saw Moral and Tigran do that. I agree. They did that Moral for a long Tigran time. Moral and did that? For a long time. Oh, wow. They, they did that with one car, both of them, and yeah. they crushed it. It was, And they had two kids, so there's there's ways to yes. do that. But, Adam, the day you have Triplet, a family triplets, yes, and, triplets. and the content's going to change yeah. when you're talking on the podcast and you're oh. going to say, Adam, how was your night? Oh, not good. <sighs> Night. Junior didn't let me sleep. I'm on an hour and a half, and you're complaining and grouchy and all. That's the that's when the content's that's, gonna get juicy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but, uh, I agree, but we we're not a, there we, yet. We made an ad video yesterday. You guys walked in. I was making a video. Both of you guys saw this thing. This thing's gonna be launched here soon. For uh, we'll see. It's, it's, it's we'll a very see. it's a very interesting ad okay. video that yeah. we have to kind of release to people, but not right now. So, okay. anyways, hey, FYI, real quick with Matt Walsh, when Stephen Crowder was on, uh, uh, I said, you know, I made a comment about the fact that hey. Um, what I say, I said, what, what, what do we, there's levels to the game. What do I need to do to be able to see future family emergencies happening from canceling? I know I'm not at your level yet, Crowder. I yeah. called him out and mm-hmm. yeah. Matt Walsh. And I said, Matt Walsh also did it because today is the International Women's Day. Yes. And the guy who wrote and made the documentary, What is a Woman? The- we wanted him to come and teach us what a woman is. That's why we did it on International, International <laughs> Women's Day. It was a very appropriate day. Yeah. And uh, I said, hey, you know, Matt Walsh canceled as well last minute, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, anyways, uh, his team reached out. He texted me. He communicated with me. He is going through a uh, – it's a private. He shared it with me. I respect him for doing that, for him not to be here. We're looking forward to having him on. Hopefully one of these days we'll have him on to have a conversation <clears throat> with him. I think his work is very necessary. I think what he did got a lot of people to ask questions. And for parents who have girls, I think he did a major service – to a lot of families to produce that documentary, What is a Woman? It was one that he got a lot of hate for. I respect him for it. But this is my style of doing business. Mm-hmm. For anybody that maybe in the future books us to be on a podcast and all of a sudden can't make it, call me before. Just tell me, can I talk to Pat, the host? Pat, here's what's going on. I don't want it to be bad. Here's what's going to be happening. I can't make it. Because that's what I would do to you 100%. if I cannot make it. That's what I'm asking mm-hmm. for anybody in the future. If they see it, if they hear it, the same way I don't like onions. Yeah, the same, same way cigarettes. I don't like the smell of onions or shaking hands with people who smoke cigarettes. Ugh. This is one of my pet peeves. Obviously, yeah. Tom knows nothing about Appreciate this, but it is what it is. By the okay. way, if I could just say, just to your credit, I yeah. see your schedule. You're flying. You're in. You're out. Like you're taking time out of your day. By the way, that this is podcasts. what they don't know. Yeah. you know I'm not supposed to be here today. I know you're I know. flying out of town. I think no, today. no, I'm not supposed to be here today because oh, wow. this is spring break. Because what? Yeah. Where am I going right after this? Uh, you're meeting? going to the Bahamas, aren't I you? I got a flight in 30 your kids, minutes. Your I changed kids are it playing just, on my yeah. desk. I changed the schedule just because of Matt Walsh. Dylan and Tico are right there, right now by your desk. I, yeah. They're playing on my desk. I'm right not now. supposed yeah. to be in town I today. I was only staying in town for Matt Walsh. But that's the part where. When you're running an 80-hour week schedule, mm-hmm. we're not doing this because we, we're doing this because we're running businesses as well. But yeah. it is what it is. Okay, I don't want to say that, but... It's all good. I know no, but you, as, your right. schedule is busy as hell. I appreciate that. that. I don't want to put that schedule out there. Schedule version of hangry. All right, so let's go through a couple of different things here that we got to. Let's go to, the, let's go to what happened with this trending topic on Twitter, let's which is go. what? It's uh, the January Tucker Carlson Tucker. is a liar. Oh, it is yeah. trending right now on Twitter. It keeps getting more and more and more so, I'll read the story. I'll show a clip from Kevin McCarthy. What I, I think I just texted it to you. 
If you have it, please get that ready. And then, Vinny, I'm going to come to you first because you look like you've been chomping. I'm chomping. You've been, you've been waiting for this I've one here, so let's kind of go through it. All right. You, and you look good. Tucker today. Carlson releases exclusive January 6th footage. says politicians, media light about Sicknick, QAnon, Shamanon, Shaman. Tucker Carlson released this. Pushed by, he says, uh, in uh, January 6, 2021, rise that challenges various narratives. Pushed by the Democratic-controlled House uh, Select Committee and mainstream media. The footage shows Trump supporters peacefully touring the building, contradicting the news coverage of January 6 that likened the event to 9-11 and the attacks on Pearl Harbor. Capitol Police officers were seen escorting Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, around the building without incident. Carlson reported that officers were seen showing Chansley around, even trying to open locked doors for him. The footage also challenges the narrative that the events of January 6th were a deadly insurrection. Officer Brian Sisnick was seen walking normally while guiding Trump supporters out of the building while wearing a hel- helmet, which contradicts the media narrative that he died of a head injury. So this is this. Now, everyone's saying stuff about Tucker negatively. Yeah, I mean, Twitter's blowing up. I can't believe he said this. I can't believe he said that. Did you get the clip I sent you about what Kevin McCarthy said? I don't have it. Do you have it? If you don't have it, let me just send it to you so you have it. Oh, I texted it to myself. If you go to, uh, let me send this to you. You have to see this. While we're pulling this up, Vinny, why don't you give us your thoughts okay. and then I'll go to Kevin all McCarthy. Right, so, and I want I want to ask everybody. I want to ask you, Pat, Rob, all the you know everybody, everybody in chat. Uh, what was the reason for the January sixth situation? And mind you, I call it a situation because it wasn't an insurrection. Insurrection is a violent uprising against the government or authority. Let me explain something for everybody that saw what's happening, especially with Tucker. It was none of that. All right. So, and when I asked why, Pat, why why did the people go to the to the Capitol? It's a rhetorical question. Why'd they go? Because those people thought that the election was stolen from them. And my question is, Pat, is that such a far-fetched idea for them to think that the left would do something like that? All right. And you know what? The answer is no, Pat. They've lied, the left and the government. They lied about Russia. They lied about COVID. They lied about vaccines. They lied about Hunter Biden. They lied about the border. They lied about China. The audacity to be like, how... How dare you guys question us? It's like, bro, shut the shut the hell up. And then you have um, Schumer, it's left and right, Schumer and Mitch McConnell, the alien, going, hey, Fox, don't you dare show this. And show. Pat, why not let us see the truth? And you know the people that died, Pat? It was the Ashley Babbitt was one of the ones that was murdered. She was a United States Air Force veteran. Air Force veteran, unarmed, she was shot and murdered by a Capitol Police. That's one. And that Brian Sicknick, who was wearing a helmet, they said was killed with blunt, blunt force trauma, he had a stroke. Okay? So it wasn't what they tried to say that it was. These people were there because, you know what? They don't believe the government. And this is my thing. I'm actually not proud, but impressed. You know what? When you have a problem and you think the government is effing with you, that's what you go to the government. You don't burn down your city. You don't kill your own people. You don't burn down businesses in your town. Like, remember, with the, with the riots, people were burning down BLM, Antifa. They burned down their own city. If you have a problem with authority, go to the authority. And from what I saw, Tom, that shaman was walking around, smiling, taking uh, selfies, talking to people. They had ropes escorting people into right. where. And what about Walking slowly, and they would touch him on the shoulder to say, no, this way, and they would open the door for him. He was waiting at doors, and they are like, hang on a second, I'll open this for you. And you're looking at it, it says, wait a minute. It's a, it's a tw- because it's- he was wearing that headdress and the fur, it, it, they the media used that as, this is a psycho person, this is part of the insurrection. 
direction. It, it, but the truth was, yeah, he was wearing a headdress with the fur, but he was walking around. It looked like a guided tour field trip. And uh, uh, Ray Epps, who Christy, one of our writers in here, wrote about a patch. She said insurrection or fedsurrection or one of those things. Uh, everybody thought the guy was an FBI agent. And in court, they showed his text. You know what he told his, his, his nephew? He goes, I orchestrated the protests at the Capitol. He goes, I helped people get there. That's that guy that was wearing the Trump hat and was yelling at people to go. This is when we're going to go and we're going to attack the Capitol. And why isn't that guy in jail? If you give four years to the shaman guy that was on a tour of the Capitol, but Ray Epps, the guy that was inciting violence, and guess what? I don't trust them. So good for them. They should have. You know what? It shouldn't have happened on January 6th. When they found out these people with Russian collusion, it was all a hoax with Hillary and the government lied. That's when they they were late. You guys should have gone there a year earlier, two years earlier, and gone and talked shit. So I'm, I'm, I'm not for violence, but I'm for if you have a problem with the government, go talk to the fucking government. Don't burn down your own city. That's my point. Tom, thoughts? Uh, I'm just listening to this, and I'm... Vinny, I thank you for your passion. I mean, thank you. Uh, I was disappointed and shocked. And what came to my mind was they freaking lied to the public about this guy and they railroaded him. Mm-hmm. This guy is doing three years. Four, appa- four actually. And apparently he's got uh, uh, a, a, a couple psychomedical issues, you know, and real issues. And so this guy got railroaded. All the footage that we see, now I understand why all the committee members didn't want Fox to put this up. Because it immediately shows that Capitol Police and the prosecution took this guy and and put him in jail because he looked funny and was walking around with a headdress and it fit the narrative. Um, I was incredibly disappointed when I when I saw this yesterday. Look Just like, pa- there he is. Look, he's on a tour. Where's the insurrection? Where and watch he- him stop. Yeah. He's going to come back. Yeah, and, and like, dude, the guy was on a freaking field trip that was with roped off and guided around. Like, yes, guess what? There were some hooligans. Every every time you get hundreds of people together, look at this. So look this. at the cop two cops. Them. Yeah. Two cops in the call. Let them go in. And they said that's security detail in the orange vest. Look at this. Now he's going to walk through here. Look, the cop behind them. Where's the violence? This guy, dude, you know how many people are in solitary confinement right now? You know how many people are not going to see the light of day? So, so let me let me show this. Can you show me what Chuck Schumer's reaction was to this? It's very yeah. different than what Vinny said. I just texted it to you. If you can okay. play Chuck Schumer's reaction. Here's Schumer's reaction. Yeah. These lies continue tonight. Rupert Murdoch, who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it, has a special obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight now that he's seen how he is perverted and slimed the truth and from letting them go on again and again and again. Not because their views deserve such opprobrium, but because our democracy depends on it. Oh, there These we go. lies. There we go. That, the, let me guess. Our, our democracy depends I, on I, Tucker not showing this. Let me explain something to you. The threat yeah, to maybe democ- it does. Maybe there's going to be a real insurrection when Le- the people see what's happening. Tom, here's my question. What is wrong, Pat, with just let me see, for, I guess the 40,000 hours, they picked just those type of moments. What are you? What are you so scared of? What is the fear in letting me see, like what's happening? It's like the Zapruder film. Well, they're like, like out of everybody, one guy recorded it. People, the government was like, no, no, they tried not to show it. Let me see it so I can make my own decision. I don't need Chuck Schumer. I don't need Mitch McConnell to tell me what I can and what I can't see. Can you play? Can you play Kevin McCarthy's video? Can you play Kevin McCarthy? What his reaction? Because of the 
the footage that you gave Tucker Carlson last night. He went on and said this was a mostly peaceful chaos, as he said. He downplayed Brian Sicknick's death, said it was not related to January 6th, that this was not an insurrection. Do you regret giving him this footage so he could whitewash the events of that day? No. Um, I, I said at the very beginning, transparency. And so what I wanted to produce for everybody is exactly what I said, that people could actually look at it and see what's going on. Good for you. Good for you. Mr. Speaker. Look, each person come up with their own conclusion. But I, what I just Good. want to make sure is I had transparency. Because I know in CNN, I mean, I had here where you guys actually broke where we were. This was a secret location. Fort McLean. Wow. I don't know if you got concerned by that. I don't even know from... Uh, point of view of security, if we could ever be taken there again. But when you broke that wow. with CNN, that was a real concern to a lot of people. I had a real concern also when I wanted to make sure transparency. Look, um, the officer's death is tragic. And, uh, anytime an officer is passed uh, in this situation, uh, I want to make sure they're protected. I want to make sure the transparency is, goes forward. Speaker McCarthy, Mr. Speaker, Speaker McCarthy. was this in any way part of the deal that you made no. to win the speakership? Wow. Specifically, give the content to no. The, the answer, the answer is no. And if uh, if you follow, I'm not sure if you were there the times before. I got asked the question um, in a press. What I would do in the process. I've watched on January 6th committee how it was only politically driven. Now on the January 6th committee, you couldn't have the, the minority side wasn't allowed to put people on. Um, and I just thought it was fair if someone asked me the question. Just transparency. So what I tried to do is be able to release the information, which we'll do to everybody. It's good. I worked. That's yeah. Like, I mean, Pat, you know, you know what that is? You know why the left is so pissed off? It's like, how dare you change our narrative that we've been sitting on to try to get Trump not to run again? That's exactly what the hell you're seeing, and good for him. I don't give a damn about what deal he did. That's ballsy, and I love the fact that, Pat, he had an article right in front of your face, CNN giving our location because you guys wanted us to get hurt. So kiss my ass. Adam. Um, all right, Vinny, thank you for your passion. We, we appreciate that. Yeah. I actually spent a lot of time watching Tucker last night, watching Hannity last night, and I was watching uh, CNN last night just to kind of see different perspectives here. And what is clearer than ever is that both sides are just going to just deliver news that just feeds their base to just drive their narrative, both sides. Uh, we all know how easy it is to edit things, and that's not a political statement. So whatever Tucker shows on his show can be edited. Same thing goes for CNN. So I think January 6th, from an overall standpoint, was a very sad and disgusting day and a stain on America. With that being said, I think the majority of people there were just generally there to protest. Uh, the shaman and whatever clowns broke into the Capitol, they should be held to the highest extent of the law, period. And if they're in jail for two years, three years, two, two months, whatever it is, it's deserved, period. Um, what, I, what, what I'm finding interesting now is that, like, the, you can say the January 6th committee, sham, nobody on there, Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, uh, you know, a bunch of Democrats. It's, it's you know, th people are losing trust in what the government is. And each media narrative, each side of the narrative is just going to basically say what people want to say. Like, so I believe, and I'm just going to use uh, Tucker's words, uh, Trumper... Uh, Tucker doesn't like Trump behind closed doors, but he loves his base. So he's trying to thread the needle of genuinely appeasing the base, but at the same time distancing himself 
from Trump. His words. You're seeing what's going on with this whole Dominion lawsuit. Like, let's not forget that Fox is going to be dealing with some shit with this Dominion lawsuit and Murdoch and everything they said. And essentially, they knew that Trump lost the election, but they they kept perpetuating the story. Carlson, his words, passionately hates Trump. Okay, in a number of text messages in November 2020, Carlson said that Trump's decision to snub Joe Biden's inauguration was, quote-unquote, so destructive. Tucker Carlson added that Trump's post-election behavior was, quote-unquote, disgusting, and that he was trying to look away from Trump. In another text in a conversation two days before the January 6th attack, Tucker Carlson said, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump on most nights. I truly can't wait. These are Tucker's texts. Last but not least, Tucker added, I hate him passionately. Okay, I actually didn't know this about Tucker. I actually thought that he genuinely liked Trump. But again, I think Trump, it, there it is right there. I hate him passionately. These are Tucker Carlson words. Don't believe Saz over here? Look it up yourself. Okay, he can't wait for Trump to be out there. But who he does respect and he does appreciate is Trump's base. So Tucker's trying to thread the needle, distancing himself from Trump, and at the same time appeasing the base. And that's exactly what Fox seems to be doing at this point. But So, so Adam, you're, so January 6th, you're saying one of the most disgusting. You're not on the uh, AOC and Al-Kamal and all them saying it was compared to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. Hold on. Because no, I, I want to make, because yeah. I definitely got to You don't think it was where thousands and thousands of people died and burned and jumped off of buildings. It's took a, I hope you're not trying to say, because it was disgusting in your eyes. It was nowhere near that because that's what they're saying. So what's was, your question? So my my question is, I don't I can care less about the Tucker text and all that stuff. We're going. I don't care about editing. You're seeing. You just saw because you could watch all these videos. It wasn't what they an insurrection of trying to take over whatever people were just walking around and hold on. Your, I'm, just, I'm trying so to get to your question. question. Yeah. So who died? Like what was the the? Are you what, asking? Do I think? The January sixth is equal to nine eleven. Is that your question? No, I'm just saying. What, you, you you think it was disgusting? Why do you think it was so disgusting? Because people were thought that. Manny, what's your question? What's that your people question? Were, like you think it was it going too much to go there and just protest? And a couple of assholes got out of line. That's what it was. Are you mad about that? Okay, so let's. Well, I, let's I don't let's, understand your hang question. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. So let, let me go through some of the questions. Yeah. So do you compare the uh, January sixth to nine eleven and Pearl Harbor? Not even close. Okay, no, he's not there. Just okay. so you know. No, no. But now, let, let's thousands of people died in these fucking things. It's yeah. not even close. Let's no. Let's go. Let's go to. Let's at the same. Go, okay, go ahead. Sorry. At the same time, finish your point. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, it, it, it wasn't a proud moment in American history. These are these are people that should not have been in the Capitol. Again, if you want to go and, and and protest and you want to be out there waving flags, God bless you. Do it. America, do everything. But let's stop pretending that these people were up to no good, okay? Like, the, this guy, the shaman, should have not been in the Capitol that day. Why was he in there? None of these guys should have been in there. Adam, Adam, okay, so the opposite argument to that would be during the BLM protests, how many people died? 20 to 30, I think more than that. What, what, what have we heard about it? You're, well, how, you're right. Yeah. Two things so, can be true. No, but that the but January six was disgusting no, and those no, protests but that's are not, disgusting. No, it's the, those that's, four. But that's my point. That's what I'm saying. I, I get that. But your point can be your opinion, but it's right. not the truth. Because you have to give it to data, meaning. Do you know how I said earlier the four day work week you have to have a definition of success? Sure. Let's define success. Mm -hmm. Define, give me a specific definition of which crisis was bigger. Based on data, not opinion, data. Comparing three different crises, if we have, how do we define which crisis is worse than the other? Based on what data? 
We have deaths. Hang on, hang on. I'm asking him. I'm not asking oh, you guys. I'm asking sorry. him. I'm sorry. So th this, I, I'll answer any question you ask, but I don't feel like they even need to be compared. They're both shitty situations. No, that's, you, but that's not how life but, works, okay. though. Listen. No, but, but that's... No. January 6th can be a disgusting thing, and the protests no. can also no, be a disgusting not the question, thing. Though. That's not the question, though. The okay. question is the following. I'm going to ask the question one more time. It's a very logical question. There's no emotion behind this thing here, Okay. When people compare, compare LeBron and Michael and Kobe, okay, statistically, where does the argument win for LeBron? Where does the argument lose for a Kobe? Where does the argument lose for MJ? So I'll give you mine. Yeah. Kobe's field goal percentage was the lowest. It's terrible, okay? Kobe's field goal percentage is not good. Uh, to me, he is a good top five best player of all time. I don't put him as a number one or two or three or four, but I have him in top five. That's my opinion based on data. Field goal percentage takes a hit, okay? LeBron James, the greatest human specimen in the history of the league ever, ever. Did he make the NBA product better or worse like Michael made? I don't know. What did he do to the league? The career in, the, what do you call it, finals is what? He's four and what? What's his record? Four and six? Mm -hmm. Some record like that in the finals, right? Okay. But st statistically, most points ever, most assists, more rebounds than any of those guys. Field goal percentage over 50%, better three-point shooter. Pa, 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 great, right? Michael Jordan, 6-0. and All defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Da, 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 da. I mean, I can give you a bunch of different things with him. He played 82 games in a season, I think 10 times or eight times in his career. His last year when he played, he played 80, 82 games. I don't know if LeBron's ever played 82 games in a year. Maybe one, okay? Those are data. I'm asking data again, question from you again. What specific data makes a crisis worse than the other? Data. You know, deaths. Okay, good. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah. What else? Damage to the city. Property. Yeah. Property damage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what else can we do? We're coming. I, I didn't I, know. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, so I, death I is one. Property damage. What else? Uh, death, property damage. Would uh, you add anything else or those, those two? I, mean, property I, I would add to, I would call it casualties, so death and injured people, <clears throat> people that were absolutely injured, so I would call it casualties, but yes, I agree with property damage. I mean, those are, those are, those are how, how much it affects democracy? So, not, uh, how much it affects democracy? That was so sounded like a political. What, what does that okay. mean, though? He's trying but, to get hit. No, but, here. no, no, but, but hang on. Yeah. If, if we go based on data, if we go based on data, the BLM riots and what they did supersedes January 6th in death, 25, 30 to 1. Yes. Damage to the city, it's not 20 to 1. It's a million to 1. Yeah. Because the insurrection wasn't any damage to the local businesses or anything. Nothing. The damage in BLM protests, riots in the streets, fires, local businesses getting hit, it's not a 1,000 to 1. It's more like, to be honest with you, it could be, a billion to one. It could be 10 billion to one. The damage yep. to the local business owners. This is data. So for, for one to be more uh, fanatical to pin one being bigger than the other, that is propaganda. That is manipulative. That is deceptive. That's the part, the two. In regards to Tucker not liking Trump, uh, I'm not surprised that Tucker doesn't like Trump. I'm not surprised that you think it's like saying... Does Anderson Cooper love Joe Biden? 
Are you kidding me? Hell no. You think they like Joe Biden? No. You think any of these left people, you think Rachel Maddow goes to sleep saying, oh, my God, I can't wait to correct the way that my picture of Joe Biden is in my office when I walk in? No. They don't like Joe Biden. They can't stand me. For every one text of Tucker Carlson saying, I hate Trump, there's thousands of texts on the other side saying, let's get this freaking whatever, whatever leader out of here, Biden, because he's making it horrible for us. Let's set that part aside. They have opinions about each other, and Trump's not one that Tucker likes. Fine. All I'm saying here is this was overly promoted by people calling this worse than 9-11 terrorists, all this stuff, to put fear into people and divide America, and they won. They did. And they wanted to push this guy out, Trump, to make sure he never could run again. Those are fanatical Mm -hmm. things to be saying. Okay? Mm -hmm. Fanatical things to be saying. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying here. I'll give you the final thoughts. We'll go to the last topic here. Everything you said is accurate. No doubt. Here's where I would like to at least draw a line between your argument and my argument. If you're going to compare the riots or the everything that happened during COVID, I think it's unfair to compare them to what happened in January 6th, and I'll tell you why. Compare those riots to the L.A. riots in the 90s. Compare those riots to what happened in Ferguson, Missouri. And January 6th, different situation. Compare that to what we just saw happen in Brazil. Compare that to what we just saw in that coup attempt in Turkey five, six years ago with Erdogan. To me, those are the comparisons. To the, 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 well, you did this, so you did this. That to me is an unfair. This yeah. is my opinion. Okay. And that, you could have it. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's so, and, 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 to and, me, that's where I'm comparing it. And, then, and, and Pat, because I know you want to say okay. something. So, what this, was the worst? Uh, but, but wait, no, no, but you can't say that. Let me, you can say that, mm-hmm. but that just because you said doesn't make it right, okay? If you're committing crime, robbing store, running out with Louis Vuitton and all these other bags and nobody's doing shit to you, this guy's going to be in jail for four years. That's a life-changing thing for this individual. He's going to be there for four years. How many of those guys got away with it? What are they doing to them? It's okay. You're right on it, that. But, but, that, but that's, that's where you, you know, like, for example, but you when, must admit- when, when crimes, when, when laws come out, let's just say we're starting a country, you and I, okay? And we're sitting there saying, let's, hey, guys, uh, Tom, can we get a board and let's get a paper and pen? Let's write the crimes on the board here. I'd rape. How many years should rape get? All right, pedophile, how many years should he get? All right, selling drugs. Well, weed, I don't know. Well, how about if you smoke it? That's fine. How about if you distribute it? What's the age? Hey, how about cocaine? Oh, cocaine. How about fentanyl? Oh, this. How about I'm selling Vicodin? Boom. And then we, how about you kill somebody? How about you have a gun that's illegal underage? How about if a 27-year-old is caught with a 16-year-old girl? How about, if you go through these things, what are we going to do? We, as leaders, have to decide which crime is bigger. Okay, which crime is bigger? Okay, stealing from property, whatever, whatever. Dude, you, you cause billions of dollars of damages to local businesses that are creating jobs for black communities, black communities, your own communities, BLM, and you're saying this is worse than that? Really? Based on data? No, there's levels to crime. Here, one person, one is one too many. Over there, 25, nearly 30. The damage is not even close. Yeah, there's ways to measure. And it's easy to gaslight. It's easy to confuse. It's easy to say, no, how could you do that? How dare you? You're a racist, this, this, that. Just because you call somebody racist, bigot, whatever, doesn't make your argument stronger. I agree. All it does is gets others to be like, oh, that guy's pretty emotional. Gets the people that want to say, he is. 
You're right. That's true. No, it's not. Here's data, folks. You effed up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So who's the bigger damage to America? So don't sit here, you know, saying these guys are the worst thing ever since 9 11 Pearl Harbor, which is not you. I'm not yeah. saying you said that. A lot of the people we voted in said that. Yeah. They have to. They have to realize the comparison of those two with data. Adam, catastrophic difference. And, and Pat, and what my one of my points was the FBI, and they that's why they were showing the Ray Epps guy. If Adam, the FBI was in there and had ground agents pushing people to f- go in because I saw the Ray Epps guy broke down the barrier with these people and made them go. If the F- mind you, the same FBI that fucking lied to us, sorry about my language, about Russia and gave us a four-year, a four-year, dude, I lost friends. I lost Russia inclusion. That same lying Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, FBI, all these corrupt pieces of garbage, now they're on the ground telling people, push, no, inciting a riot, Pat, you're going to jail. Where, how is Ray Epps still walking around, but the goddamn guy that's wearing a ferret on his head that was walking around is going to jail for four years? So if the FBI, by the way, FBI has been dropping the ball forever and they're involved doing shit like this, good for them, bro. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. All right, cool. By the way, this was good. The audience gets to say, Pat, you have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Vinny, relax. Or okay. Adam, you're full of it. Or one of us is right. And Tom, Guy. you know about biz. You get it. <sighs> okay, if we had to do one last story, is there anyone you really have a strong opinion on to wrap up with? Uh, Megan, 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 Kelly, Megan Kelly. I'm sorry. Kellyanne Conway's single. Is that the one you want to wrap up no, with, I'm Tom? Do you have a I love st- her. Kelly, I love you. Do you want to do Cotton with Garland? Do you want to do Hannity with DeSantis? Do you want to do Kellyanne Conway? I love you, Kelly. Do you do you want to do uh, do you want to do uh, Ford allows you to lock your car uh, if you don't make your car payment? They lock you out. Do you want to do TikTok? 60 minutes. Do you want to do AOC against? Do you want to do Ramazwani rips Trump? Pick right. one of them, guys. Do you want to do Joe Manchin blasts Biden? Pick a story. JJ Reddick. You want to do J.J. Reddick? Do you really have Really? Yeah, let's hit it. Are you being right. serious? Sure. Play yeah, the clip of J.J. Reddick. And here we Plays go. Plays the clip and, of J.J. Reddick if oh, you got uh, it. So do you want to frame this? This is a conversation. Why don't you frame yes, it? Yes, please. Go ahead well, and frame it. I'm a big NBA fan, and uh, I, I, anything NBA, I, I, I know a lot about. Let's just put it that way. I have friends that play in the NBA. You I are a baller. Games. You're nasty. I used to play ball. So... Uh, I can go head to toe with anybody that wants to talk about NBA. J.J. Redick, respect what the hell this guy just has done in his career. 6'4", white boy out of Duke, all-time Duke uh, leading scorer. He uh, he uh, took Kendrick per- Perkins and Stephen A. to task about some of their thoughts on uh, biasness uh, of race uh, in an MVP race. Can you play this clip? Just make it make it bigger. So pause it first. Pause it first. Okay, make and it Adam, bigger. What, so, Adam, he basically said, the, who's the guy in the, the right? Perkins? Perkins. Hendrick Perkins who, played who, for the Celtics. And what did he say, Adam? Okay, see, too. I don't know. Let's see what oh, he okay. said, but I know what J.J. said. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show, where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are, they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you ju- not, yes, you did. did yes, you did. 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 Yes, you did. That I is did exactly not, what you implied, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up. We all know what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied this time. Hold on. I said it's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. It is. I think so. Basically, Adam, what what Perkins was saying is that they're 
it's it's racist because it's it's a white guy. What is this the third time that he's gonna win? Potentially, he's Potentially, won two. The, out of, they're talking about the, Nikola Jokic, who's the, the center time, for Denver Nuggets, and he was so he said yeah he said something along the lines the, that in the top three of the MVP race for the last three years, he won it the last two years running, and he's averaging a triple-double this year. Yeah. And essentially the storyline is that white voters prefer to vote for white MVPs <laughs> uh, over black players, black MVPs. Yeah. So, which the, to me, this is what J.J. is like, J.J. Redick is basically like, dude, you're you're ridiculous. Yeah, because the And numbers. even, if you said what Charles Barkley had to say? God, please. Charles Barkley went in on Kendrick Perkins. He says, you suffer from ESPN disease. <laughs> Okay, he you, says basically you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're all caught up in this. You know how many white MVPs there've been in the last thirty years? How many? Okay, Five? I think I think Steve Nash won it twice. Yeah, Jokic has now won it twice, possibly a third time. And I think you got to go back to fucking like the Pistol late eighties. Larry Bird, Larry yeah, Bird. Larry okay, Bird. Uh, since then Kevin Durant, James Harden, LeBron, uh, K, uh, KD, Harden, uh, Russell Westbrook, Giannis. Like the list goes on and on. So. You know, so what ten percent of the time, a white guy wins the. By MVP. the way, here's what people have to realize. I don't think people realize J.J. Reddick is not a Republican. No, he's J. not. J.J. Reddick is not a Trump guy. J.J. Reddick trashed Trump just a few years ago, talking about the fact that waking up in the morning and having breakfast, you should wake up in the morning, have breakfast, and criticize Trump because that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Like J.J. is not in this. It looks like, well, yeah, you know, he's a Republican, he's conservative, he's this. No, all he's saying is, dude. The hell you doing here, man? Like, and by the way, mm -hmm. if if if, uh, if Kendrick Perkins wants to play the racist game, why is the NBA seventy percent black? <laughs> Tell me that. Why, why is the uh, NBA seventy percent black? Mm -hmm. Why, while America is thirteen percent black? Yeah. Why is the NBA seventy yeah, percent black? Yeah. Why, why does the NBA not have enough whites? Why, why, while America is twenty two percent, twenty three percent Hispanic. Why isn't the NBA have a lot of Jose's playing in it? Yeah. How come we don't? Right. How, right. come, how, come we, soccer. how come we don't have a Ricardo Aguilar starting? <laughs> uh, you know, three yeah. guard for yeah. freaking LA Clippers. How come yeah. we don't have that a lot? That's racist, right? Yeah. yeah. No, his logic doesn't make any sense. But by the way, you have to realize that to me, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. I go to ESPN to interview Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. I've been looking forward to interviewing Stephen A. Smith. While we're going out there, he knows this is, you know, I've done Magic, Kobe, I've done a lot of different things. ESPN comes up to me, and they're like, look, I just finished my interview with Ray Dalio, mm -hmm. and they said, hey, Patrick, you can't talk to him about politics. ESPN's asked wow. me to cut the interview. Wow. I said, what do you mean? I'm just going to ask, what if he wants to talk about it? Even if he does want to talk about it, we'll cut the interview. <laughs> so what are you talking about? Yeah, we're going to cut the interview. By the way, if you look at the set of my interview, it, you'll you'll recognize the set. Go on YouTube, type in uh, Stephen A. Smith with Bed David. You have to see the, Pat, the they set. they won't even let you talk anything When politics. When you see our set, you're going to know where this set is. Just look at the set. Wow. Okay, look at the set. Look at the set. Click on it. I won't flag it. <laughs> Come on, Pat. You know what set that is? I see Muhammad Ali in the That's back. That's the ESPN set. Go, go, go up where you're showing both of us together like we're all... Sitting, that, that's Look the one. That. Go, go right there. Pause right there. Yeah, that's the ES, that You know that set. Yeah, wow. that's ESPN set. There's ESPN guys right on this side, watching, looking at me, <gasps> saying you can't talk about that. Wow. And I'm about to go into it. You can't talk about that. And Mario's like, Pat, I don't know what to do. Mario's trying to tell the guy, let him ask the question. Yeah. He couldn't talk. Well, anyway, Stephen A. started talking about politics. I think Stephen A. is uh, in a tough place. 
and, and the tough place I think he's in right now, he has sometimes in life when your philosophies outgrow your peers hmm. and you become clear about your philosophies, but you're still in a community where your peers haven't outgrown those philosophies of victimhood, all this other stuff, you, you sit there privately and you have to make a decision. And the decision is this, man, do I compromise all my friends and the community I'm a part of to say the truth, stand up for what I now believe yeah. in, or do I keep these relationships? What do I do? And I think a lot of people, believe it or not, they compromise and they don't want to lose those relationships. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy place to be because you immediately become lonely. You immediately go from getting 79,000 likes on Instagram posts to 13,000 likes. Yep. You immediately go from getting you know 693,000 views on a first take clip to 173,000 views. And that's a scary thought. Okay, And ESPN right now is getting killed. Uh, Clay Travis is saying that these guys are going to go out of business in no time. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think they're going to let go of a lot of their lower-level talent. I think that could pot- possibly happen. And if you think about the companies that Disney is willing to sell, this is definitely one of them. Yeah, I was just going to say, who owns ESPN? Disney. They're, they're willing to sell it. So Actually, but, they're shopping it. Yeah, exactly. Quietly, they're shopping. That's how they divided the companies into three mm-hmm. different categories yep. yeah. so they can one by one sell them. Okay, Bob so, so Exactly. Wow. Bob Iger's a genius. So they want to sell ESPN because they've already seen the writing on the wall. But – you know, here's here's a crazy question for you. What's the opposite side of ES? What is the ESPN competitor? Who Fox is the- Sports. <laughs> I don't know yeah. about that. Like Barstool and all those, nev- all those little ones. I've never, ever watched. Like, I still, till today, we watch ESPN News. I don't know if I've watched mm-hmm. any Fox News sports. Back in the days I used to, when it was good, I don't know if I've watched a Fox News sport. No, it's one of the few monoliths. ESPN, ESPN Sports, Center, ESPN Sports News, Center, ESPN the military pad, the top regionals. Yeah. ESPN yeah. is ten national channels. FYI, there's this, nothing like FYI, FYI. We're not going to do it, but somebody ought to do it. It's a wide open space for somebody to compete directly with ESPN. I think there's a marketplace for it because, for the fact that JJ Reddick just made a basic comment like that and that video got 15 million views, yeah. you know what it tells you? There's 15 million people that would subscribe to your show if you had a conservative, you know, competitor to ESPN. And Big there's time. not, it's not out there. Big time. No competitor. Yeah, no, direct competitors, number one Fox, Fox Sports. I get that, but yeah, look Sports. how shitty it is yeah, that no, no, nobody watches Fox yeah. Sports. What about yeah. ESPN, the Ocho? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Well? Look at and, number and, two. And, it's Star and, Sports. And who the hell is Star Sports? Keep going down the list. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell is Star Sports? Nobody knows. Sky Sports. I'm sure, sure NBC's got to be on this yeah. list. NBC, yeah, okay, four. four. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Sony, oh, yeah. 10. Never, never heard, heard of it. it. Keep going. Euro, Euro Sport. Sport. Okay, great. Now we're not even in America anymore. Neo Sport. <laughs> now we're in another place. National Geographic. That's racist. Animal Sport. That's fucking racist. Animal Sport. I don't even go there. Now that's racist. Adam's right. Which Pat? Which I book? know. Yes, I'm gonna get fired. Pat, to my Ken- point, but just really fast. I know we we have to go, but what do you guys think? Uh, uh, Kendrick Perkins's intention was to say something like that. Is it to get eyeballs? Is it to prove a point? Why do you think he would say that? What yeah. when you know it's false? When he knows it's false? Because Can I tell you what? Please go ahead. I'll tell you what Charles Barkley had to say because that's a credible voice who speaks his mind. Oh yeah, he don't give a shit. I don't know too many people that hate Charles Barkley these days. No, he don't give. He, don't yeah, give he tells a like it is. Yeah. So he says argument between Reddick and Perkins apparently had been simmering for over a week, and Barkley said that he was happy to see Reddick challenged Perkins on his opinion. Quote unquote. This crossed the line. JJ is the only person to challenge Perk last week, and I'm glad he did it because when I heard it first. 
I said, man, that's got to be one of the stupidest things I had ever heard. Barkley mentioned that race was such a touchy subject when he particularly bothered this about this argument. He added that the MVP analysts often don't analyze MVP races properly because they don't consider it a strictly, a strictly regular season award. Um, so essentially, Barkley lavished praise on Jokic, the MVP candidate, mm-hmm. again, and credited him for not chasing stats, something that he mentioned should be counted for the MVP stats. This guy, black, white, European, gray, yellow, Asian, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. This guy, Jokic, is an MVP candidate and deserves all the praise and the acknowledgement he has I received. Agree. And Barkley Tom- would know. He was in a really heavy-duty MVP race with Michael Jordan. And he won. Damn right. 1992. Pat, look at that with the numbers, yeah. Adam. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of laughable. But but if you just look at the stats, Denver's number one in the league. Jokic is the best player on that team. He's averaging a triple-double. Nobody's done that since... Russell Westbrook, a black guy that won the, uh, yeah. the league. Yeah. So I think th- I think this is such a bullshit argument. I, I, if you now, if you want to talk about front offices being racist in the NBA, well, that's another topic that we can. That's a whole other segment. Oh my God! You want to finish it like that? Come on, this oh, freaking guy. The tape guy. The tape guy is racist. Yeah, the guy that's wrapping your ankles. Yeah. That guy's the front office. The, the front general manager is yeah. talking about. The owners. That's another level. Oh, here we go. Well, Pat, we're okay. gonna miss you. Well, it's going to be great, man. I'm, I'm going to miss you guys as well. Uh, uh, but I tell you, this is it, it's so it, – we'll, we'll talk to audiences. There's a group of PBD podcasters that will say, man, I only want to see home team. I heard you that You guys too. talk, Sheldon. Yeah. And there's, there's those that want to see the interviews and people that come in. But yeah. it's a different story when we're sitting here shooting the shit, having a home team type of a conversation. I love it. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing that. And uh, we appreciate you for doing the same. Gang, again, this will be the last one. We are finalizing right now whether the event will be on the 6th Thursday, April, or the 7th. Once we finalize one of those two dates, you will get a text probably sometime this week to buy tickets. Uh, The last one sold out within six hours. If you do want to be on our next live, if you want to just go on Twitter and play the clip uh, to show what the last one was like, even if it's just 10 seconds of it, if you go on my Twitter account just to show what it was like, uh, uh, the last PBD podcast, we had a great time. Sat there. We did two hours of podcast, and we did 30 minutes of questions with people going back and forth. We laughed. We joked. We met each other. We took pictures. And then afterwards, those who were VIP came in the back. We had cigars together. We talked for another hour about politics, business, family, a bunch of different things. And a bunch of – by the way, what was the craziest thing? Out of all the people that showed up, we asked the question, how many guys run businesses? Do you remember the number? Yeah. 80%, 80% were yeah. business owners. Yeah. 80%. So if you want to be in a place to network with other guys yes. in – Talk politics, business, all of that, and laugh. Don't miss the next live that we're having. Text the word podcast to 310-340-1132. Again, text the word podcast (laughs) to 310-340-1132. I'll put it here one more time. 310-340-1132. Text the word podcast, and uh, we will send the link. It will sell out immediately. And I think this next one that we're doing, we're going to have a special guest with us on this next podcast because it falls on the weekend of the UFC. Let's go. So we'll do the podcast. We may have a guest. And then Friday, Saturday, I'm most likely going to the fight on Saturday. We got a lot of crazy things going on. But having said that, gang, have a great week. We will do this again next week. I know it's a Wednesday. Have a great weekend. I know you got some stuff going on this week. Mm-hmm. I know you got some stuff going on this week. I know you got some stuff sure going on this time. week. So stay close to us. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Peace.